Yeah. Yeah. This so is Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. Go, go ahead. You go. No, no, no. You go. go. No, no, you go. No, no, no. You go. <laughs> you got it. Okay, I, I know. <laughs> All right, so. To the After Playlist Podcast, a music reaction and discussion podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brennan Lee. And I'm Terry Yo. And today is all about that holiday season spirit. This time of year is enjoyed by billions of people the whole world over, but not everyone celebrates the same. And just like how people celebrate it differently, they also get into the holiday spirit differently. So today we have a good mix of different songs and styles to kind of help you get into that holiday vibe. But first... We love music and we love talking about it. But now it's time for those obligatory disclaimers. So number one, we respect everybody's opinion, regardless of how wrong or terrible it may be. Number two, we're just talking about the music. If an artist or composer gets canceled during or after or sometime in the future, doesn't mean we advocate it for whatever they did or didn't do. And lastly, we're not going to debate the etymology of Christmas. We're just talk we just made a playlist based on the feel-good nature of the holiday season. So if you have your opinions, that's fine. We respect them. Just talk amongst yourselves. So yeah, we're calling it the Christmas pretty much. <laughs> so we're calling the Christmas fair episode, but it's not like, you know, only Christmas, whatever. It's whatever. You get what y'all get what, what what we're trying to say here. So yeah. And as always, you can check the show notes for song links and ways you can support the artists featured in today's episode. Alrighty. So now it's time to bust out the milk and cookies. And oh, let's talk yeah. about some Christmas songs. You wanna start with the first one? Yeah, especially since I just said, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So the first song we're gonna talk about is All I Really Want for Christmas by Little John featuring Kool-Aid. And yes, we're talking about the OG Kool-Aid man busting through walls. Oh, yeah. They did a song together. (laughs) Did you happen to watch a music video for it? Uh, No, there's a video. I didn't think to check for any of these if there's a music video. Oh, my goodness. I bet it's phenomenal. Does it have like an animated Kool-Aid man like busting? It's not animated. But he's busting (laughs) through walls. It's even better. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go take a look at that real quick. This was a great start to the playlist, by the way. I just want to say, like, oh yeah, right off the bat, it's just hit you over the head with it, right? <laughs> you over the head with it, <laughs> busting through your walls to force the holiday spirit on you. It's just, <laughs> man, it's such a good song. Like Kool Aid Man and his, oh yeah, just fits Little John's style, I guess. With his, I mean, yeah, you know, he's oh, always, he's always making all those <laughs> random sounds and all of his songs or whatever it's a good also really like i just the idea of like what do i want for christmas everything on my list <laughs> i don't want just one or two i want all of it what are you talking right? about <laughs> i know that's right the crazy part to me is like as much of a product placement song it is because again i don't even drink kool-aid like that anymore of course as a kid i did but i don't drink that stuff anymore Same. every time i hear this song i'm just like you know what eggnog is gross I want more Kool-Aid. I love eggnog. <laughs> I haven't had the right mix yet. Maybe somebody can make it right for me, but I haven't had a good one yet. It's always either too much egg, too much nog, or it just ain't right. Mm. But, uh, but yeah. It's an taste, I've learned. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that song, I don't even remember how I even discovered it. It just happened to be, I guess I'm just swiping through YouTube. I was like, Lil John and Kool-Aid, what in the world? I was like, this can't be the same cool I'm thinking about. Yep, sure was. <laughs> it, you, you definitely don't expect to see the Kool-Aid man in, in a song. Um, but he he made it work. Yeah. Somehow. Uh, I was a little oh, surprised yeah. this song came out in 2018. Uh-huh. I've not really been keeping up with Little John, but I assume he's still making music. He's out here. Yeah, yeah he'll up. pop up every now and then. I think he's been more behind the scenes, like, producing and doing some other stuff but yeah I, <laughs> it's just one of those songs is like why but then you also like why not sure go for it <laughs> i mean christmas needs some more crunkness every now and again you man know? you ain't never lied 
And who's 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 better to bring the crunk than Lil John? You know, big facts, big facts <laughs> on that. I agree. All right, so pivoting to the next song that is not crunk, <laughs> but equally as hilarious. Eric Cartman from South Park singing "Oh Holy Night." So I had trouble even understanding like what he was singing and this like the lyrics he was saying. Like I know the song "Oh Holy Night," and I'm just sitting there listening to it like. What? <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> it did make me wonder. I didn't look it up, but I wonder if they've done other like holiday themed. Oh, yes. This is from the, the South Park Christmas album by Mr. Oh, Hanky. they have a whole album? Okay. They have a whole Christmas album. Explicit, of course. Um, but this is one of the ones where it's just, no matter how many times I hear it, I get tickled pink every time. Um, it's just, it just I was makes definitely me chuckling to it. Every time it would, it would, the playlist would loop back around to it, I would just be like, yeah, Cartman. <laughs> it just, my favorite part is the fact being like, I just, I don't know. It, it hits home to me because, you know, uh, being a kid of the South, Southern Baptist, uh, not practicing now, but of that ilk, we got thrown in the choir many a times. And sometimes... You can hit a note. Sometimes you can't. <laughs> sometimes you remember like the songs from the rehearsal from Saturday. You up there in the choir like eh, something, something. I think I don't know the words. So, you, so after a while, you just start mouthing like you start, start moving your mouth like everybody else, but you don't know what they're thinking. I definitely actually can relate to that. I had similar experiences as a kid, and I am. If you've listened to any basically episode of this podcast previously, I I make short little attempts to sing here and there. And anyone who's listened should be able to know I'm not a good singer. And that's been the case since I was a kid. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they tried to put me in the choir a few times and someone somewhere was like, I don't think he's a good fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried to be in the choir and then they're like, the choir sounds weird. Maybe if we take him out. It took me out all of a sudden. The choir sounded much better. It's it like, oh, so much better with that. <laughs> now, now that you say that, yeah, it definitely has that vibe of like a kid being thrust into the choir and like, oh, as the kid, he's like, I don't know what I don't, I don't know the words. I'm just, uh, uh, you know, just like <laughs> mumbling along to it. Yeah, and just start making your own lyrics like, oh, thanks for being born because now I get presents. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> it is good. And there's there's a few kind of comedic songs in here, and I, I definitely I'm for that. There's, there's a whole host of just if you go looking for them, like kind of funny Christmas songs. Uh-huh, for think, sure. You know, I, I love the the actual like Oh Holy Nights and Silent Nights and, and all that stuff. Like those definitely are great. We're even on this playlist, a few of them. But uh, something about, man, especially like as a kid listening to like the more comedic, like, oh, it's a good like, grandma got run over by the reindeer as a kid was just like always one I would like sing along to and just be like giggling in the corner by myself too. Absolutely. Just, you need that. You know, it's it's nice. I mean, you have to because uh, we would be remiss to say it's Christmas time. I think it's maybe what ten songs total with eighty five thousand renditions of the same songs over and over and over. Basically, so, yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be fourteen different versions of Oh Holy Night, thirty five different versions of This Christmas. I mean, Little Drum. I mean, there's going to be so many different renditions of the same song, and that's the thing about that makes this holiday season unique. I think compared to other holiday seasons, because again, it's pretty much the same songs over and over, but just yeah. everybody has a different take on it. Or there's the, you know, Michael Bublé version or the, um, I don't want to say her name. I don't want to, I don't want to invoke her. Mariah Carey, I'll say. There, yeah, there she goes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> now that it's safe to continue. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, it's the same songs over and over. And, it it's not it's weird you don't get tired of it unless you work in a setting to where you have no choice but to hear it over and over again um big props to my retail people i know y'all been celebrating christmas since july so basically (laughs) so uh it's just one of those holiday seasons where it's just like you know what if if it was just the month of december it won't be as bad but for those that are forced to hear it 
you know, month in and month out and day in, day out, hour after hour, just like, okay, please make it stop. It feels like torture after a while. It it so. definitely does. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We, I feel like we did a pretty good job overall on, on our playlist of like having some of those, you know, those 10 songs you said or whatever that are playing, mm-hmm. but we, we, the versions we picked for several of them, at least was like a, a genre kind of bender take on it. Mm-hmm. Which, again, whenever you're hearing the same like standard, you know, maybe someone says a holiday or Christmas music, you know, the same 10 or so songs you would think of. It's nice to just have a little different spin on it. Hey, absolutely. Um, Speaking of like a good spin, um, TLC Slay Ride. I really wish, actually, <laughs> I really wish that when when uh, when we were working in retail, that they would play like this type of Christmas music. Yes, because it wouldn't make it as like they would pick the most dry, mm-hmm. slow, and yeah, Slay Ride. This song definitely has like it still has the the Christmassy tones or, or sounds like underneath. But I don't know, uh-huh. it's got a lot more energy for sure. It's it's a much oh, more yeah. fun Christmas song to listen to than than what you were just talking about. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And this song came off of um a Christmas album from LaFace Records from back in the uh the 90s. And LaFace Records, that's the same record label that started the careers of Outkast, TLC, Usher, um, Tony Braxton, all of them came from that that record label. Okay, okay. Um, so all of them collaborated and did like a Christmas album, uh, uh album of um, yeah, Christmas album, the same thing. Um, yeah, so it was pretty good. It's like it's like super up tempo, um, quality R&B versions of and like, like traditional. The, uh, the flow shift, like uh-huh. partway through the song, that I really dug. You know, again, just. Mm-hmm keeping on your toes a little bit, making it, keeping it interesting while still like very obviously having the Christmas spirit vibe going the whole yes. time. It's just, it's, it's yeah. If you're going to like try and if you're like an artist out there or a group musical group and you're trying to like make Christmas music, look to this as an example. I feel like I've had to like do it in a way where you're not just remaking the same old song we've heard a thousand times. Like absolutely. Absolutely. Have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Be fun with it. Make it your own. But, you know, keep in mind that the holiday spirit is supposed to be fun. So don't like I mean, there's a time and place for the slow songs. You know, I you know we threw a couple on here, uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, have fun with it. That's the whole point yeah. of the whole season. It's supposed to be lighthearted, happy, sharing the joy and, and cheer of making it through another year, man. Yeah, absolutely. That if you can. Absolutely. Um, moving on to the next one. CeeLo Green's This Christmas. What do you think about that one? A CeeLo Green, man, just once again showing the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I can hop on a beat and, and do some rapping, but I am a phenomenal singer and you're going to hear me and love it. Whether yes. I'm, whether I'm singing about hoes on the street or Christmas time, you're going to love Christmas his voice. Hoes. Christmas <laughs> hoes. Yeah, there you go. You're going you're gonna to love his voice. He, he just, man, I, I do love CeeLo Green. He has such a good voice. Um, this song is another it's it's a good not like super it's not like downbeat so it's, it's not like super upbeat mm-hmm. so it's, it's, this is a good much more like standard but also non-traditional christmas i don't think this isn't like a remake right or is it am i just not familiar no. with this christmas song no no it's uh no it's a it's a standard song uh there's many different versions of this song um out there during the holiday season but i like his take on it because it's more is not it's not super up upbeat like you said but it is more up tempo than the than the standard version of the song um and i like his take on it mainly because me being extremely biased on this CeeLo green's singing voice is in my register so i could actually sing along with it i feel like i I, yeah so so like I, i enjoy that personally but um it's just one of those songs where I mean, like I even think Chris Brown uh, did a version of this song as well. Um, I just mm. don't like. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Trey Brown's uh, singing like that. But um, but yeah, I I, I happen to look, look like this version mainly, like for you, uh, just like you said. Um, a lot of people people know that CeeLo can sing, but I want people to know that CeeLo can sing. Yeah, and, and he sang a, on the song. 
This is a great example of it. And and I, I can't say that my registry is on the same level as CeeLo's by any means, but this is definitely <laughs> a song that I was like singing along to every time mm-hmm. I'd loop back around. It just his singing invites that whether it's <laughs> I feel like whether you're in your boat where it's like, oh, I can I'm, I'm similar to like sound wise to that. So I want to sing it or just just I don't know, just his, his voice so clear and he's. I don't know, man. He's, he's got an energy about him whenever he's like really built in those notes that just, I feel, for me, just makes me want to like built along with them. I agree. So I would like to say that the first, what, five songs that we discussed were all my picks. Uh, first four, excuse me. Yeah, up to this point. Up until this point, all these songs have been my picks. Brandon surprised me with this pick coming up. <laughs> this and, was, and this was my first pick for the album, <laughs> or for the playlist, rather. So I knew the song existed, but I totally forgot about it. So when it showed up on the playlist, I was like, DMX? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Is this some DMX, AI bullshit? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> so I had kind of forgotten about this song, actually. Um, I had I had a good buddy whenever I was still in college who was like a huge DMX fan. And I, at least I feel like... I learned about this song from him just because I don't know who else would have shown me DMX singing <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I'd forgotten about oh, it. Man. And then just in in the course of trying to look up some some holiday spirit songs for this playlist, that one was like, I don't know, somehow it popped up at the top and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, DMX does Rudolph. And one thing I like about this is there a bunch of other people have done Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but a lot of times whenever other like bands or groups will cover it because there's only like the one verse for the song and they'll just say the verse like three times and they'll just repeat it mm-hmm. i like that mm-hmm. the song is short it's a minute and a half yes he goes through it he has a little outro bit and then it's done and it's yep. just it leaves you wanting more dmx it does. which is great it does <laughs> like he's like in and out with it and then it just it cracks me up because like i'm just to the ad there's in the background Say Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. What? Yeah, that really make the song even better for sure. It's, it's so hype. And like honestly, like Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Of course, I like the old school claymation, you know, thing that they classic, you know, staple or whatever. But the older I get, the more I just I feel some kind of way about that song. I'm not sure if the, the messaging in that song is good or bad, depending on how you look at it. I just I don't I don't like that. That the messaging in that song in particular. Um, <laughs> is, if, uh, if you put it like that, it is kind of messed up that like bullying's okay if as, yeah. unless the person is useful. Like <laughs> exactly, it's based what the song is. They were like, you know what? We picked on this guy for having a red nose. We don't like him. They they we just we outcasted him. Oh, but this storm came came through. Oh, hey, remember the guy with the big red nose? Hey, can you lead us? Oh, I mean, like Rudolph was a punk for that. Like I would have been like, nah, nah, y'all find your own. I'm gonna be my own selves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm, I'm about to take all these toys. <laughs> this is all mine. Screw y'all. Like that's that's so dirty, man. But then all of a sudden, oh, now you're gonna go down in history. Sure we did, because yeah, because I saved y'all, punk asses. <laughs> so I can't. So I feel so kind of weird about that song, but just but the fact being that DMX did it, and I admit, like this ain't no AI. This is like legit. Before it's, he passed, yeah. he he did this. He did this song for sure. And again, I totally forgot about it. So when I when it, when you added it to the playlist, and, and I was forgot you added it to the playlist. So I like I just pressed play. I was like, okay, cool. Let me just run through this. And then that came up. I was like, oh my god. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna just go out and say it, or come out and say it. It's I think my favorite rendition of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, it, no doubt. It just uh, so much joy. It's oh, yeah. it's weird how much in the Christmas spirit this version of the song gets me. <laughs> yeah, I can't listen to the song no less than three times in a row. Like oh, I yeah. have to, I had to put it on repeat because I'm just like, again, I want it more. Like I wanted that other verse. I wanted hell. I even wanted like the locks to show up, Mob <laughs> Deep, like anybody else. Like like just throwing a guest verse in it. Like let's go. Like let's let's turn this into oh, uh, the One Blood song, like the One Blood remix with 25 <laughs> yeah. rappers on it. Turn that on that. Like that's what I want. <laughs> that would be amazing that would have been great <laughs> but you know we'll have to settle for just just dmx doing the this the normal but it's still great though still phenomenal right phenomenal song absolutely so my my next pick was also a little different um it's the little mm-hmm. drummer boy by christopher lee no relation right no no relation sadly most people know christopher lee as um 
is it is it Sauron or Sauron? I always get those two mixed up. Whichever, whoever's like the traitorous white wizard in Lord of the Rings that like betrays Gandalf. Anyone, any listeners who are nerds, you know what I'm talking about. Um, he's also yeah. Count Dooku in like the prequel Star Wars movies. Um, his he's a super interesting guy. Like he's he's one of my favorite. He's sadly he's passed away several years back, but just his life story. He's basically like the in real life, he was the template that like James Bond was like mm. written over, like his life. Okay. Um, so he has a heavy metal. He has two actually heavy metal Christmas albums. Albums. They only have like three or four songs a piece. But mm-hmm. yeah, he also has just in general. It's just like, amazing that this dude in his like sixties and seventies was making like heavy metal albums. Mm-hmm. Um, a little off topic, but he also has an entire like. 13 like 12 13 song album on the rise and fall of the historical figure charlemagne that's all like heavy death metal oh wow cool guy but yeah so after rediscovering rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by dmx that kind of had me thinking like songs that are like kind of atypical i guess in in the christmas umbrella i guess so to speak yeah um, and the little drummer boy by christopher lee definitely nails that he has like full-on i mean it's heavy metal like it's got oh yeah it's got full-on guitar solos heavy drums the only thing it's missing mm-hmm. really is like full-on screaming i feel like to really complete the picture but still a great heavy metal song yeah that's that was the only thing um so it took me a minute to to like the song at first i wasn't a fan upon first listening to it um it wasn't the rock part it's just i just i don't know i I was i knew the the traditional version of little drama boy but the rock version wasn't hitting for me initially then upon re-listening maybe like probably the third or fourth time after you know hearing it i was like okay i was at the right headspace to dissect it and understand which part was the drama part the bum 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 like that part like it took me a minute to kind of catch the cadence of what how he flipped it into metal Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, now I got it. Cause it's that it starts off with it and then it goes into full metal. And then at the end, it kind of pays homage to the original with yeah, the actual, right. you know, drums and the snares and everything. So I was like, okay, now I get it. Um, I wasn't a big fan of his voice initially. He's not a great singer. In my opinion, I will say it's yeah. serviceable. Yeah. It's serviceable. And yeah. to be honest, the main reason I picked this song over some of his other songs is I really, really, really love the guitar solo on this one and he doesn't he doesn't yes. like shred the guitar in several of the other christmas songs he's recorded um mm-hmm. so yeah just that was the main reason i picked this one above the others uh, i definitely I kind of agree uh, initially like i don't know if knowing like the and the little drummer boy is one of those songs it's like the, the standard like original mm-hmm. little drummer boy is one of those songs i do enjoy around this time of year um so I, I think that did take me out of it a little bit at first as well like and I, i've mm-hmm. i've known about this song for years this is like way back but it's definitely a song that does kind of grow on you i think yeah a- absolutely and if we could take this same version and then if they were to add somebody else of like a like a i can't think of their name right now i'm drawing the blank but if you have like the lead singer from like gosmack or or even like a lead singer for like disturbed or something on this i think that would like definitely kick it up a notch you know yeah uh but outside of that like it was cool i i, I mean i love it it's, it's one of my favorites i'm like i'm gonna blast this like, like let's go well he's also i'm i should have double checked this before we're recording but if i'm not mistaken from what i remember in the past i think he did like all of the instrumentation himself oh wow so makes it a little more impressive that he's like he's like doing everything himself he might have had some people yeah. come in and help like with some small parts but if i remember right i think he did all of like the drumming and everything i think he did all that himself but yes like my hat goes off to anybody that can do all of that because it takes a lot of creativity a lot of skill and a lot of perfectionism to get the timing just right because man that's that's a hard work to do for sure and to do it like in your like 60s and 70s it's like yeah. big props to you for not letting like you know being a little up there in age hinder you in any way for doing what you set out to accomplish especially you trying to shred a guitar and play drums and then you got arthritis coming up too like that's not yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. kind of hard to do it ain't <laughs> you easy. got two fingers it ain't easy <laughs> shoot i'm dealing with arthritis right now and i'm over here throwing up gang signs against my wheel just, <laughs> <laughs> just hand all locking up and shit <laughs> so all right so now that we shredded the guitar and 
have some fun with Rudolph and Red Nose and all that good stuff. Let's take a little break and let's get into some more of the Christmas spirit. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back. All right, all right. So we are back with one of my classics. So I I couldn't not put this song on the playlist. This song means so much to me uh, growing up. And it's The Temptations version of Silent Night. All six and a half hours, I mean, minutes of this song. Um, I just love it. It's a very good. I don't think I've heard. Maybe I've heard it in passing, but I've not like actively realized, at least that I was listening to, if I have heard the Temptations version of the song. So that's mm-hmm. another one of those like traditional Christmas songs that I just I love it. It's a nice it's a, it's on the slower end, but it's it's very I don't know. It makes me kind of emotional. One hundred percent. It makes me emotional, but it's like it's it's a slow song that makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, and when I hear other versions of this song, I want to jump out of a building. But when I hear the Temptations version of the song, I'm like, oh, okay, this is nice. It, it feels okay. like a, it feels like a warm hug. Um, did you get, did you ever get a chance to look at that video I sent you? Um, uh, of the TikTok version that somebody did of this. I don't think I saw that message. I don't remember you sending me a TikTok. Okay. All right. I will track it down and make you watch it now. Okay. That was pretty good. I definitely did not ever receive that. (laughs) Oh, man. That is hilarious. (laughs) He's got that, the robot animatronic style on point. Man, that whole family did it. And uh, and the thing that cracked me up the most was like the, the dog. The dog coming in. <laughs> the, dog, the dog just sitting here just, just cruising through. I'm just like, okay, these people for real. <laughs> Is that you and your family around Christmas time? If my family could ever get that coordinated, that would be amazing. <laughs> nah, 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 definitely not. Like, like I don't like we don't have that much. Well, they got more rhythm. I don't. I'll be the one to be all offbeat and knocking everything <laughs> over. But uh <laughs> but yeah, um that every time I every time I hear that song, I think about <laughs> that guy's tiktok um i probably should give a shout out to him um, i'll include like a link to the tiktok video in the show notes y'all can go watch it um in your spare time but yeah if you're familiar with animatronics from chuck e cheese's this this guy and his family did did their live action uh interpretation of that of that song and it's is beautiful um speaking of beautiful another song within those same vein that i had to i had to give a shout out to was the emotions what do the lonely do at Christmas? Um, the emotions can sing about toilet paper Man. being thrown across a bridge. And Dude. I will listen to that album like nonstop. Their voices are so phenomenal. I love those ladies. Yeah. I love the I love that song. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The emotions can literally be singing about anything under the sun. And just the quality of their voice makes it makes it great. Um, this is, this is a, a good version of a Christmas song. Obviously, like we just said, the emotions kill it. It also is, I don't know, to me, it's always a bit of like a bittersweet type Christmas song. It's like the, the, being lonely. And there, I, I know there are a lot of people that are kind of lonely around this mm-hmm. time of year and how that affects them. So it's hard for yeah. me to like decouple thinking about people kind of going through that when I hear this song. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the the darker side of the holiday season, but you know we got to cover all bases. And I wanted to include a song like that just for those who may feel that way during the holiday season. Um, it does bring up certain memories or certain you know things that people may be going through. So wanted to include that song on a personal note for myself. Wanted to include that for those that feel you know lonely or left out for whatever reason it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't, me speaking personally, I always end up having to work on Christmas. Um, it just seemed to always kind of happen to fall that way, especially working in retail hell life. Um, it was just, you know, you can only pick one of the holidays. So, I mean, I'm going to eat. So Thanksgiving was mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't care about getting drunk, you know, getting drunk and being out till, you know, 12 o'clock in the morning on, you know, for New Year's and then be back at home at 12.05. Like I, that's, that's. New Year's is like one of the most anti-climatic holidays in my opinion. Um, 
And you just like build up, build up, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, we're done. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm working Christmas. And then it's the Christmas Eve, and then the day after. So it's like, never really got a chance to really fully enjoy the holiday. So definitely, definitely feel this song on a personal note, but also want to. Uh, you know, I'm out of retail hell now, so I've actually got a chance to enjoy Christmas once again. Thus, I still display this. Um, it wasn't nowhere near as torturous as, as it would have been in the past. So, um, True. but but I just wanted to wanted to have a song that is so good, even though it's bittersweet. It really and it also, is. But it, I, it's so good though. It really, it's yeah. so good. It's like, it's like it, this was another one of the songs where, like, even though it does bring up you know some less than happy feelings so to speak you know it's not like full-on like depression or anything like that but yeah just again the singing like you just said man it's so good that like i'm still singing along to it <laughs> mm-hmm. yep 100 especially at the end like i love it like when they fade i was like what do they do what do they do i'm just like damn what do they do what do they do <laughs> so but yeah it's it's so good and i'm saying it live for the podcast to hear but i think i want to do a deep dive on the emotions like i think we need to kind of go into them a little bit more because they are so would love good to do that yeah so i don't know much about them i've just heard probably they're they're like hits mm-hmm. they're like you know the, the classic emotion songs over the years and yeah i've pretty much routinely been like happily i don't know surprise is the right word but Delighted. I'm delighted. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. I've, I've been delighted by pretty much everything I've ever heard from them. And they, they deserve their their place in like music legend history, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yep. So now we're going to crank it right back on up <laughs> with this next pick. Yeah. Uh, this was one I kind of, I, I had not heard this one honestly before. I kind of stumbled across this one. Uh, have you heard it before of you, course i have oh you have okay well this one was new to me somehow i'd missed this one or if, if i maybe i have heard it whenever i was like younger and i just didn't remember but run dmc's christmas and hollis was I, I was listening to it i was like oh you know this is has christmas in the name this could be a good christmas song like i said i was trying to trying to find something and i stumbled across this one and I, as I was, as i was listening to it the part that got me is whenever he finds the million dollars or whatever. And then he gets home and there's a note from Santa's like that. though is for me. I was yep. like, man, this is a good song. <laughs> just like the way yeah. that, I don't know. The whole first verse, how it's like written and built up and everything. It's just like, yeah, this is a, this is a different take on Christmas that you're not going to hear in like silent night, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like this is like the most New York Christmas song ever. Like, you know, in Hollis Queens or whatever, New York. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially like I, I'm from the South, so I don't know much about, you know, New York life or whatever. But hearing this song as a kid coming up, I was like, OK, that's interesting. But <laughs> like, you know, Santa Claus, you know, you like you think you're, you're thinking, you know, there's a random guy in the park with a dog where it's like a reindeer. Sitting in Central Park, <laughs> like, like how yeah, random right. is this? <laughs> so, but yeah, like, like this one, I think was like one of the one of the earlier hip hop versions of a Christmas song that I've you know encountered. I was just like, oh wow, we, we can rap about Christmas too. This is cool. Um, so, like that, that made me feel, I guess, I guess delighted is the word <laughs> uh, to 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 hear that as well. So, yeah, yeah man, which I... which. Which made me shocked that, that you picked it because I mean I should have picked it, but I didn't even think about it at the time. And then I saw you throw it on there. I'm just like, oh, okay, okay, all right. Brandon Lee, no, 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 my son, run DMC Christmas songs. I was like, okay, yeah, man. Just again, you know, it's just one of those. I was literally just like stumbled across it and was listening to it, and I had a smile on my face the whole time. I'm, I'm for that like initial listen, and honestly, every time since, it's just a mm-hmm. fun song. Um, Definitely like, because, you know, like, like we just talked about, you know, Silent Night and, and what we do or what do the lonely do at Christmas? Like, those are very good renditions, but they're also like renditions of mm-hmm. other songs. And this is just a very, very good example of a group like making their own song about the the holiday Christmas spirit. And yeah, I loved it. I, I was a little sad that I, I have like been missing this song. 
my yeah. life out of my you know Christmas time rotation. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I guarantee, like, like now, you know, if you go back and watch like any kind of Christmas movie, uh, any movie that that has like action or, or a little bit of comedy during the Christmas time, you probably hear the song in that movie soundtrack somewhere. Like it's like everywhere. You know, I probably have heard it. Now that you say that, mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of Christmas movies over the years. I probably have heard it at some point. I just didn't mm-hmm. recognize it. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, moving right along. This was, I think probably my like most purposefully comedic song out of my selections. Like you had your, the Eric Cartman was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Christmas at ground zero by weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. And for context, cause I had to look it up. Uh, this song came out in like 86, 86, okay. or 87, I think, um, okay. which Makes a lot more sense why he's talking about the nukes going off and the world ending at Christmas time. Uh, that was like right at like the very like last leg of the Cold War or whatever. So, you know, for mm-hmm. a long time, that was an actual concern. So it in the context of that, it actually makes more sense than if you're listening to it nowadays. I mean, that's like so. So the first time I heard this, I was like, hmm, history repeating itself because, <laughs> a little bit. you know, Things are happening now, and I'm just like, I don't. Okay. <laughs> it is sadly timeless in a sense. <laughs> yes, 100%, which is so sad. <laughs> it really shouldn't be, but you know, Weird Al does his thing. Uh, I'm not even sure. I, I feel like this is an original Weird Al. I didn't think to do the research. I know he's known for his parodies, but he does have original music. That he's mm-hmm. come out with, especially like earlier on in his career, he had several albums that had a lot of originally composed and, and some music by him. I feel like this is one of those. I don't think this is a parody of any specific Christmas song. I see you Googling over there to fact check me right now, I think. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm checking for you right now. I appreciate that. This is no problem. Okay, it is an original song by Weird Al. That's what I thought. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, okay. What? Yeah. So yeah. So it, it it is an original song. However, it is a parody in the style of a, a Phil Spector Chris like of his Christmas songs. So in the style of, but the lyrics and everything are all original. It wasn't based on a mm-hmm. song in particular, but but the but the style of it was kind of like an homage to like that Christmas music style around that time, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has a very Christmassy, like undoubtedly a Christmassy vibe. Yeah, I, I've, I don't know if I said it before or not on here on the podcast, but I am a huge Weird Al fan. I pretty much love everything that he puts out, mm-hmm. all that all that he's about. And this is just another, you know, it's a great example. I don't know. I should look up. I don't know if this is like from an entire Christmas album. It is. Uh, no, it's from the Poker no. Party. Yeah, it's not. I don't yeah. think any of these others, none of these other titles at least sound like they'd be Christmas songs. Uh, Weird Al to me is, I lump Weird Al in the same category as Will Ferrell. Either you're an absolute hit or a complete utter miss in my book. And this one was it? It was a hit, but like I haven't, I don't have that same love for Weird Al that, that you do. Um, I do like some of his stuff, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, it's just some stuff where I'm just like, okay. <laughs> all right i mean i had like maybe one or two chuckles but this one i, I yeah I, I like this one i like it because I, I i tend to like dark humor so it didn't it didn't really offend me no but me neither that's what drew me in same same and that's what the, that's how i really liked it i was just like like it's one of the christmas songs where i'm like listening to it but at the same time my mouth is kind of like ooh, <laughs> yeah it's like damn, and, and and it's and it's not even so much the lyrics. It's the it's the like it's a Christmas song, and then you hear like the sirens in the background. It's the juxtaposition, <laughs> man. It really is because it's like his singing and the the actual music itself is both very Christmassy and lighthearted. And then yeah, yeah, like, like super said, jolly. You have sirens in the background, and he's talking about being nuked and the world ending and all this stuff. It's just yeah. like okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so, like I don't even have to see the music video. Like I watch it. Like I created a whole music video listening to the song. Mm-hmm. Like just you know, he's singing and he's all jolly and stuff. And then he's like, hearing the sirens and the bombs and explosions happening in the background. And he's all la 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 la. I'm just like, that's like some serious denial. 
was like, don't look back. Everything's fine. Everything is okay. It's, it's, it's Christmas, Christmas time. Yay. It's Christmas time. Yay. It's all yeah. good. Like, that's the whole vibe of this song. And I was like, that's so messed up. But it's in my yeah. wheelhouse, so I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I appreciated it just for the like a lot of weirdo songs just for the unique experience of like it's a christmas song but most christmas songs um i feel safe saying don't make you contemplate the end of our planet as we know it due to nuclear holocaust so like (laughs) that's a unique experience for me and i'm I'm here for it absolutely (laughs) all right moving on to this christmas by oh wonder and this for me is pretty similar to what do the lonely do at christmas as far as like you were uh explaining like why you chose this song um Mm -hmm. similar similar to what you said i feel like you know this song is kind of a downer (laughs) a little bit um Mm -hmm. it's obviously as far as i can tell as far as i can read into the lyrics it's talking about either you know for whatever reason, it's someone passing away or someone just being removed from your life, whatever, someone who's not no longer part of your life. And, you know, there's, she's they're singing about how they would give like all, of, you know, the Christmas cheer, all the presents, all this, that, all the food, all of it away just to have like spend Christmas with this person. And mm-hmm. again, you know, I know Christmas for for most people, I think, is is a time of, you know, good cheer and and holly good vibes and all that but for some people it really is kind of a you know it has some some darker connotations whether it's you know due to something personal they've been through or, or what have you and I, I, like you said with what do the lonely do at christmas i do felt i felt like it was important to kind of shine a light on that a little bit mm-hmm. um which is why i picked this also i don't know if i've ever shared anything by a wonder with you before i don't think so it's my first time here of the I, i've loved this group for a long time now several several years and something about like the girl is obviously the main singer but there's the dude duetting like singing along with her it's like mm-hmm. underneath and the, the way they harmonize is just i love it and they literally every single one of their songs that's that's how they do it okay okay that's just really unique you don't hear that like a duet for literally every single song like that super often i don't feel like yeah yeah it's not it's not, it's not super often the closest thing which is not not even close to this, but there's like a little bit of Phantogram vibes, a little bit, just but like, but not not consistently, because like you said, yeah. like that's their whole sound. I know with Phantogram, they all harmonize a little bit. Um, Josh and Sarah, they'll kind of do a little bit on some songs, uh, but I, if Josh and Sarah were to do something like that, like my mind would be blown. So I wonder. I, I'm Maybe definitely interested in checking them out. Maybe yeah, they they got a lot of good like I don't know exactly. I guess like indie soft rock type they're kind of in a weird genre but my man this song um it's a good one it's a good it's Mm -hmm. a good christmas song but it definitely hits me in the feels a little bit um yeah i don't have like a ton of people that i'm i'm missing this time of year but there's always you know people that loved ones that have passed away or whatnot or you know what have you that just anytime this song would come on the playlist would naturally my mind would start drifting towards them and memories of time past and all that and just yeah. Again, you know, it's 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 kind of a a little bit of a downer, but Christmas isn't always for. It's not happy go lucky one hundred percent for everybody. So exactly, at least not all the time. At least not all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And even despite it being a downer, I do think it's a good song. Um, I I like the, I like the the, I want to say not breathiness, but it's just it it's the song is full but it's quiet at the same time Mm -hmm. so it definitely it feels feels very intimate that's kind of their style too in general is they have that's a good way to put it most of their songs by and large that i've heard feel intimate that's a really good way to put it okay okay all right cool all right so the last one on this playlist and it's a good one how did you come across this one um so at this point i was kind of getting stuck because all i was finding was like like we've already talked about and we have on the playlist it's like other versions or like renditions of like classic and that was like the bulk of what i was able to find but i was really wanting something different and i literally just looked up i think youtube has a giant like hip-hop christmas playlist it's like uh-huh. youtube like 
specific. It wasn't like a community playlist or anything like that. And this uh-huh. was like one of the ones like near the top, I think, on there. And I was just like, I like Snoop Dogg. Let's see what he has to sing about Christmas. And yeah, so Snoop Dogg in his rendition of, or not rendition of, but his, his song, Santa Claus Goes Straight to the Ghetto. Okay. This is the last song on our playlist. And it's 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 a good one, like I said. Oh yeah. It's 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 a classic. Uh I've heard this song once or twice in the past, but I never really like it wasn't it it didn't make it to like my rotation. Um at least not that I can recall. Maybe my uncle or somebody may have may have played it. Um but upon re-listening to it, my favorite part of this whole song is that bass line. Mm, that bass line. Oh, it's so silky. I love it. And Snoop killed it, of course. The rest of the Dog Pound, I think. I think it's Dog Pound. And, of course, Nate Dog. Um, who else is on this? That's what I was trying to just figure out. Because there's at least three yeah. other people, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Daz Dillinger, Nate Dog, Trey D, and Badass. Okay. Um, so, but, um, but yeah. Yeah, they, they they killed it. They killed it. Like, I just, I, I can't even really explain how this song makes me feel. I guess uh, as a hip-hop fan or, or as a as a person who grew up with hip-hop, it just feels nice to hear our genre in Christmas music making original content. Yes. And, and then with this being so, I guess, early on in the hip-hop history, like this song came out like a thing. I think the song was originally like 96, somewhere around that. Yeah. So that's when, you know, hip hop was definitely not the early, early stages, but, you know, hip hop was, you know, getting more, more mainstream and, mm-hmm. and becoming more, more of a respected art form. Yeah. Is, is, is dope that they can tell these different stories through, through that medium. And I, I love it. And of course, I'm also a Snoop Dogg fan, and the older I get, the more I become a, I become a Snoop Dogg fan. I like of of like Snoop as a person, because yeah. you don't like this man. Literally, just wakes up and just like goes up to his wall and just like spins a giant wheel, <laughs> and is like, okay, this is my career for today. So yeah, so he really does, man. One so day it's country man, music, the next day it's Christmas. You just never know what you're. <laughs> You know, I mean, next thing you know, he's wrestling. Next thing you know, he's making cereal boxes. Next thing you know, he's like doing a reggae album. Like, like he, like Snoop Dogg is like my goal to like be able to just wake up and just do whatever the fuck I want to do, yeah. and still be able to be like, like ha- make a living, and like and just live your best life. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, you know, smoke as much weed as you want to. I digress <laughs> on that comment. I'm not pleading the fifth or the sixth on that one, but you know. <laughs> It's 420 somewhere. But I'm just saying, like, to be able to live that life and do what you want to do, when you want to do, how you want to do it, shoot, sign me the hell up. You um, and me both, man. You <laughs> and me <real>. both. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they killed it. Uh, Nate Dog, man, this, listening to this song just reminds me of how much hip-hop needs Nate Dog. We need a Nate Dog. I mean, RIP to Nate Dog. Like, yeah, like that's, that, that, that just goes to show you, like, when you have a a distinctive voice, a talent, like you're irreplaceable. And I don't think since his passing, there has not been another Nate Dogg. I mean, the closest one to that, as far as being on everybody's hooks, would be a T Pain. But T Pain isn't is not a Nate Dogg, if that makes any sense. Um, as far as like the register, the sense, yeah, like the sound, like just that caliber. But man, I like that hook was just so simple, but it's great. And then along with that bass line, man for for both us and any listeners who if you also really love this song like we both do there's a whole 16 track album christmas on death row that the song is from so and there's uh, the dog pound oftb danny boy uh nate dog of course is on there uh some some, some good people on here mm-hmm. some, some, leg- some legendary acts and yeah. oddly enough it's it's so funny too because this song came out when Snoop Dogg was signed to Death Row, and now, and what this what this came out in ninety six, and mm-hmm. now fast forward to twenty twenty three, Snoop Dogg owns Death Row. He bought the label. <laughs> so, How the times have changed. <laughs> seriously, like he went from being an artist on it to literally CEO of Death Row Records. Right. Um, so you know, here's hoping you know maybe one day Snoop will put out another uh, put out a sequel to this one because I don't think they ever made it. Yeah, why not? I'm here for it. We should we should start like an online 
social media movement. Hell yeah. We should sign a petition for it. Yeah, we need that (laughs) Christmas album part two. Part Absolutely. That's right. (laughs) Change.org. Change.org. Snoop Dogg goes Christmas again. Again. Get out there. Make it happen. So... But yeah, so again, all in all, like these are just some of our picks to kind of get you into the holiday spirit. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this playlist. Um, Same. I have no problem blasting this even outside of Christmas. It's just, it's a good feel. Like even with like the 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 slow songs or the downer songs, quote unquote downer songs, it still is a good mix. Um, and you know, nice little 12 songs to kind of get you started pregame. You know, with the family coming up, sometimes you might have to kind of put on something to get you in the mood to deal with all the Christmas parties mm-hmm. and Christmas events and stuff. So yeah, just toss this playlist on and, you know, let's do it in a, on a car ride to the event. And that way, when you get there, you'll be a little bit more in the mood for so the holidays. My, my goal for this was actually because you and me have that, that retail hell experience you were talking about where they're playing the same, like five to eight Christmas songs over and over and over and over. My Mm -hmm. goal was for if you are someone in that situation, this is Christmas music that you can actually enjoy. Hopefully that's that's different and unique, but still has that Christmas vibe. And you're not, you're not losing out on, on, you know, the good cheer and all that good stuff that absolutely a lot of times the music is trying to impart to you. Um, But whenever you're hearing it 18,000 times in a week, it loses its meaning a little bit. So hopefully this for you, if you're in that situation, hopefully this helps spark that a little bit more. Absolutely. Speaking of sparking that, we need y'all to do all the things like, follow, share, subscribe, share this playlist with your friends and family, whoever, Um, you know, just, you know, it's good to spread the love. It's even better to spread this podcast. So you can visit us online (laughs) (laughs) on our show, on our socials at after playlist. And you can go to our website afterplaylist.com for links and previous episodes and all that goodness. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festivus, whatever y'all celebrate. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, especially the ho-ho-hos. Yeah, especially them. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, bye y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Bye.